Kavix, what a pow, the pow. Celebrating, so today we're celebrating, okay? And we celebrate. I, I know you, you guys love okay. What you celebrating, Junior? Okay, we celebrating today because every day, bro, I celebrate. Bro, I wake up in the morning, I get on pause, I go, all right, and I made him. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Always. Oh, bro, nothing like going into a coma every night and then in the morning surprising yourself that you're alive. You see what I'm saying? Oh, bro, the Heineken light was mean like that. Oh, and anyway, that's what different stories are. Okay, so, uh, hey, so we get two new countries. That's what we're celebrating. Two new countries. Okay, we get Thailand and Egypt. Two new countries on the podcast. Apple Podcast, 66%. Spotify, 17%. And our audience is 22 to dead. That's all you get, Heinz. That's all you get, Heinz. Okay, that's all you get. Hey, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about if you don't owe, you don't go. Okay? If you don't owe, you don't go. Okay, so Hawaiians, this this you know goes back to like oh bro, I, I I get so many stories for you about guys that oh and they right out there in the spotlight for you, bro. They they right there. Anyway, before that, hey, attitude of gratitude. Okay, we're gonna say how's it and uh, mahalo to Thailand first of all, and um, people in Thailand and and bro, all Egypt and all the countries that listen to us. So we get like uh, so that's what twenty. 23, 24, 25 countries now. And, uh, oh, no, 25 states, 33. I don't know, bruh. I know I'm a statistician, you know. <laughs> I think numbers, bruh. You know, boss up in my head. I failed math in school. So, anyway, because, no, no, for real, because I was in school, right? And they, they give me problems like, Junior, okay, you never, you get five apples. You never take two apples. What'd you get? I told them one dead neighbor and all five apples. They probably kicked me out. Power ready. Say okay, you know you do mad, get out of here, go. <laughs> but no, they gave me, they gave me the kind, they made him, they made me go do horticulture, bro. I had to study plants. <laughs> I had to study. They gave me, they gave me mad credit in high school for studying plants. But that's a different, that's another podcast, different story. Right? <laughs> okay. So anyway, but um, but yeah, we gotta say mahalo to everybody. Thank you for tuning into the podcast in the United States, the first ranking state. I know what you think, Hawaii, right? <clears throat> Wrong. Okay. California is number one, Texas is number two, Hawaii is number three, and everybody else. Pennsylvania was the last state that came on board. We like to mahalo Pennsylvania. And uh, so we're gonna check them out. We're gonna audit the states. We we only audit the the states because the states don't show up on our morning stats. We can tell you that over 7,400 people listen to the podcast in the last 24 hours. Okay, that, that much we could tell you. We could give you all the breakdowns, but we, we cannot break down the states. Because I can only do that um, if we go into the in-depth report and run them. But uh, anyway, 
But yeah, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about if you don't know, you don't go. Okay, so so what am I talking about, Hines? I'm talking about, okay, so here locally, right? This is on tight game. You're dealing with on tight game in Hawaii, okay? And the tight game, see, I experienced this game firsthand because when I experienced the tight game, I was like, oh, bro, this is, this is not like I thought, right? Because, you know, from the outside, when you're looking at things from the outside, you're going, oh, wow, maybe, you know, maybe I get chance. Maybe I can, you know, do this, do that, whatever, right? Okay. Now, there's levels to things, okay? And I know you guys don't like think that way, you know, and you guys are like, oh, um, so don't tell us this kind of stuff because we're going to get discouraged. And, you know, and, and my cousin was telling me the other day, right? She, she was telling me, you know, my kids, they don't, they're all depressed. They don't see the purpose in living. And I'm like, what? Okay, you know, I had one hand moment and the hand went all the way up. I was like, huh? <laughs> you know that, huh? I was like, the hand went all the way up, right? I had a Scooby-Doo moment. I was like, huh? <laughs> right? So, but, but but the reason why is because some of the kids today, right? Okay, they feel like that. And that's a crisis. Okay, it's a crisis. The reason why I'm telling you guys this is so you don't get disillusioned. Okay, you young guys, you 23-year-olds are listening to unks right now. Okay, you 30-year-olds are listening to unks right now. Okay, so you guys don't get discouraged. Okay, now I'm going to preface this first so you guys keep this in mind. Okay, God is very real and God is in you. And because God is in you, you don't need this crap. You don't need the crap that these people are putting up, right? Making you think you need them, making you think you need, you see what I'm saying? So so it's like, you know, commercials, right? You know, they make you think that you got to buy their brand. Because their brand is better. Their brand is this. Their brand is that. Bruh, their brand is crap. Okay? And when I say that, I'm not putting down a specific brand. I'm just saying that you can do your own. You can build your own. You can do your own. You can live your own. You can have your own party. You can celebrate. Bruh, sometimes, you know, when I toast, I toast in my office because because I work in my office. And I got a toast in my office. You know why? Because I'm no more time for run down the bar and go toast with the, bro- the brothers and, and go toast and go, you know, see the chicks down the bar. And <laughs> I no more time for that. So I toast in my office. I drink in my office. And then and sometimes, bro, I take a nap on the couch in my office and I get up and I work again. You see what I'm saying? How many times like that? And, you know, so, so yeah, I'm toasting at, at like, for, for an example, I would toast at 6 o'clock, right? I get my laptop. I'm watching everybody do whatever they're doing on social media, right? I'm, I'm, bro, I'm having drinks. I'm having fun, right? Cocktail hour. You know, by 7.30, bro, I'm out on the couch taking a nap, right? I get up. I work till midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. And then, boom, I leave the office, Right, it's only me and the security guard saying saying bye. You know that, and I always thank you for your service. Okay, because it's pretty brave hanging out in Kali overnight. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying always, but that's the kind of life that I lived for a long, long time. Okay, now you gotta sacrifice something, Hawaiians. If you're gonna be living for the weekend, you're gonna be living for you know like how many, how much you can party. Okay, forget careers, forget stuff like that, because you're not gonna do them. 
you know, if, if you get on business and, and you build them up big and then all you like do is party and let your managers run them, make sure you can trust those guys. You got to hold them accountable and you got to watch them. Make sure you can trust them. And then, yeah, you can do that. You see what I'm saying? Okay, this is not this is not the rule. I'm just saying that this happens. Okay, so people that live for the weekend, they don't really get ahead because they're living for the weekend. They're not living to build anything. They're not building one company. They're not building one life. They're not building one family. Look at the guys all hanging out on the weekend and they get family. Pretty soon, what? Divorce, the family, right? The kids all boss up. They're all doing any kind of stuff. Okay, so you got you to gotta make sure you have a plan, Hines. You got to put your priorities in place. Okay, now, let's talk about if you don't owe, you don't go. <laughs> okay, now, you see the last four years what happened on the national scene, right? Donald Trump, right? He never owe, right? <laughs> okay, that's the problem. There's always one guy like Donald Trump. That comes along, right? And he don't owe the, the, the Ohana. Let's call it the Ohana. Let's call it the Hui. Whatever you want to call it, okay? The gang. Let's call it the, the cane. You see what I'm saying, right? You know the cane. Right, you know the cane. Okay, so that kind of stuff happens, right? They don't owe the guys, right? And then they make any kind. Because they don't, they, they're not beholden to anyone, right? Mm-hmm. So Donald Trump came along what he did. Well, to me, right? Okay, look, putting politics aside, Donald Trump is the prime example, okay? And he's a narcissist. We know that. <laughs> we look, you take one look at him, you go, okay, well, here we go. But that fired people up, right? Because he believes in himself. Maybe that's the only thing he believes in, right? But he believes in himself. Now, you, you have, and everybody has an opinion about that. You know, well, if I believe in myself, no, I believe in God. You know? <laughs> These guys, they go on and on about God, about God. You know, okay, first you got to know God is in you and you got to believe in yourself to activate that God within you. The the God of power in you. Okay, and I, I'm not saying that you're a God, okay? So you Christians, sit down, all right? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you have a co-creative power with God. You are a co-creator with God. Now, this is not a religious podcast. It's a law of attraction podcast. And Donald Trump is a prime example of somebody who speaks the dream, right? He, he, in, he visualizes the dream. He goes for the dream and he manifests the dream. You know, he, he, went, he went for president. Boom. President right there. Boom. He got elected. Everybody thought he was crazy. Nobody, nobody thought he, he had a chance, right? And boom, he got sworn in, right? I was watching the swearing in ceremony. I was like, I voted for him. You know, I voted for him because of the, because of the values he had and the stuff that he said, he, even if he didn't mean it, but he said it, right? But I voted for him because I'm like, you know what? Brother has some cojones, okay? I'm sorry, you guys in Egypt, uh, cojones? Okay, okay, brother had balls. Okay. <laughs> he had guts, okay? You guys in Egypt? Hey. So, no, but he had he had intestinal fortitude, bro. Trying to do all this kind of fancy kind of words. Okay, intestinal fortitude, bro, he had. He had the guts, right, to keep going. No matter what they did, no matter what they said, they came out with videos against him. They came out with everything. They, they were fighting tooth and nail to keep him from the... Oval Office, right, from the presidency, 
and and they did not succeed right after that what they did well after that they fought for four years like everything you did right they, bro they was desperate they still desperate now what happened in the process well regardless of you know the the yeah okay we went through 2020 that happened we went through the virus people still wearing masks they're doing all kind of stuff right okay whether you think it's a global conspiracy, whether you think they're trying to, you know, make this a prison planet, whether you, whatever you think, okay? Because I got my own ideas about that, Heinz. Okay, but whatever you think, okay, you got to know, right, that, that during this whole time, right, the, the, the four-year term of Donald Trump, he got something done. He got some things done. He got a lot of stuff done. And he did it for the economy. He did it for the people, okay? And yeah, he did a lot for himself. He branded himself. He bra- Because that happens, Owens. Okay, you cannot, you cannot affect one thing without affecting everything else, right? Because everything is connected. And that's the law of attraction because we are all connected. We're all connected to energy, okay? God is in everything. The universe is intelligent. There is there is God in every living thing. Every living thing. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean there's vibration in everything, right? Okay, so God spoke the universe into being, right? Okay. Don't make me go there. <laughs> That's not a podcast. Okay, so what I'm saying is, right, he didn't owe. And he is the rare exception. All these other guys, they owe. The current president, oh, bro, he owes, he get handlers. When's the last time you saw a president with handlers, right? But this is not a political podcast. Okay, all right. So we'll go talk about if you don't owe, you don't go. And we'll go start with this town because it goes all the way up, Hawaiians. You think the hand goes all the way up? Bro, this goes all the way up. All right. So in the very beginning, <clears throat> the very beginning for me was 17. Okay. So I, you know, I came to this, I came to this place, this island, right? And, and at 17 years old, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm out here to go, to make a life for myself, right? Because I graduated high school, you know, barely, right? They goes, oh, okay, give me his diploma so we can get him the hell out of here. And then, and so I left, right? <laughs> they go, okay, here's your diploma. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> like, okay, Aloha. <laughs> like, thank you very much. You know, and the last thing I remember about my graduation ceremony is Alekai Kinimaka took the fire, took these packed firecrackers and, and went bust them like right in the, right where the graduates were sitting. He would just throw them on the side. Like, <laughs> that, was, that don't have, those things don't happen anymore. You see what I'm saying? Alikai Kinimaka, brother's on legend. He's on legend back home, my classmate. Anyway, so here's what I'm gonna tell you guys when I came in on 17, right? The only guy I knew, and I said this on another podcast, was Don Ho. So I went go hang out with him, right? Bah, I tell you, that was the biggest education I ever had. Okay, because I saw the real deal. I saw the real guys. I saw the big dudes. I saw the political powerhouses. I saw the the top syndicate dudes, bro. I'm, I mean, hey, I'm just telling you what it was, okay, and what it is, okay. Now, when you get something that powerful around you, okay, when well, when you're that big, okay. Now, Don Ho, I don't, I don't know if you guys know how big he was, okay. He was huge, okay. And it's not my business to go tell you details, okay. That's not, that's not what I'm here for. Okay, oh, but what I'm gonna tell you is that his show was the big game. Okay, 
He went to Hollywood for a reason. He showed up on all the TV shows for a reason. The company that signed him was Reprise Records. Frank Sinatra owned the company, okay? And, and when you go up the line and you go, okay, Frank Sinatra owned that company. Who owned Frank Sinatra? And then you, you know you got to go up the tree. You see what I'm saying? But when you come down the tree, you go, oh, okay. So this was the Hawaii thing, right? This was the Hawaii venture for the Reprise Records was, was over here, right? And this is, and Don Ho was not the first, okay? But he was the biggest. He was the new improved version, okay? Because this, Bruh, Billy May, okay, so Frank Sinatra's band, band leader, Billy May was, was producing the invitations in 1959, okay, now this is Sinatra's band leader, okay, and Sinatra goes all the way back to the 30s, okay, so Billy May came down and, and they produced local boys, so you, you kind of think to yourself, like, how did that happen, how did the invitations, okay, I interviewed Buddy Fogg. The invitations, right? I interviewed him one day. And we sat down and we talked about it. Not on the radio. We talked off air. Okay? But there's things I'm not going to tell you. There's things I, that I cannot tell you. Because it's not my place, Hawaiians. Okay? Now, if we're sitting down under the mango tree with a couple six-pack Heineken's, and maybe I can tell you. But I cannot tell you like this. This is the wrong place and the wrong the, the wrong venue. Okay? Okay. You guys like no. You guys come over the house. We sit down. We'll go crack some green bottles and I will share. Okay. <laughs> Uncle will tell you. But but just let's say that this is this this has always been, okay? Has always been here. And I'm talking about the powers that be. Because there's different levels to the powers that be. There's local powers that be. There's powers above that. There's powers that go back to the mainland. There's powers that go back to the Vatican. There's powers that bruh, there's powers that go back to all kinds of places. Okay, so don't think Hawaii is just, you know, oh, we're just a bunch of local people running around. Like, no, no, no. We, we have people above us. Okay, now here's another thing I'm going to tell you guys. Okay, as you go up the levels, you see different, different examples of power. Okay, yeah, there are different levels. You know, so, so you get the lounge singers, right? Okay, so above that, you had, you had the groups. Above that, you had the shows. Above that, at the very top of the show pyramid, you had the Don Ho show. Okay? Now, it's not my, like I said, it's not, it's not my place to tell you how all the other shows happen and, and all this stuff and the stuff, you know, behind the scenes. But what I will tell you is when I was 17, I was exposed to all of that. And I saw it and I went, whoa. I did not know it was like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not know how I... Now here's one thing, okay? Humans hate to hate to admit they do not know. Right? But I will tell you right now, I did not know. And I found out. Okay. And and I actually learned at the best place because I saw everything. And I and I saw that, you know, I, I also saw behind the curtain. You see what I'm saying? You know when you see the magician do his trick, right? And you go, oh wow, I wonder how he did that. Okay, I went behind the magician's curtain. I saw the magician's trick from behind. And I was 17. And I go, oh, man. And then the question was like, oh, how am I going to do that? Okay, now I get into that part, right? Okay, you don't go unless you owe. Okay, so, so, so now you look at that and you go, oh, what kind of power you need to do that? Say, what kind of guys do you need? 
right, that, that could do this kind of stuff at this kind level with, with this kind of magnitude, you know, so that you can, you can be the man, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Now, let's go, you know, let's fast forward, okay? So, I went on my journey and went, I saw all kinds of stuff, and it, but I took the model in my head and I took what I saw. Not only did I take what I saw, but the relationships that I made and there was some friendships that I made. The friendships that I made, though, didn't really do me too much good in the very beginning. Because in the beginning, I was 17. And the guys I was getting to know was in their 30s, 40s, 50s, right? Big dogs. I'm talking huge dogs, okay? I'm talking political figures. I'm talking celebrities. I'm talking, I'm talking guys from Hollywood. I'm talking guys from all over, right? And these are power brokers, but they couldn't help me. Why? Because I was 17. I mean, I was a kid, right? Well, I was going to help these guys, you know. But they, they gave me information. And they were very nice people. Well, I can tell you in Chinatown in, in, my, in my 20s, I could tell you, I, I sat down and drank with some... I can mention names, but I'm not going... I'm not going to mention names, but I sat down with syndicate hitmen in, in bars in Chinatown drinking in my 20s. And these guys, I, I wasn't involved with them, right? But these guys were nice guys. It's just what they did for a living. That's what they did. You see what I'm saying? And they were nice to me. These guys was always nice to me. All these guys, okay? But these guys are at different levels doing different things. And, you know, you see what I'm saying? But they all connected. See? Now, let's get to the, let's get to the nitty-gritties. You don't, you don't go if you don't owe. How does that work? Well, you see, people get bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, I had this uncle, right? My mentor uncle. Okay, I always talk about him on a podcast. I don't mention him by name, and that's not important, but he's my mentor uncle. And I'm not talking about Don Ho, right? I call him uncle out of respect, but this is my blood uncle, okay? And I don't talk about him, but he was my mentor, right? In uh, For many, many years. And I had several mentors. I had, I had a whole bunch of mentors, right? But he used to tell me, there was a time, you know, and I told you guys I'm not a podcast, I was offered a deal. And he said, look, you get a choice. You can go, take the easy way, go, go let them produce you, go, go whatever. The thing go bad, you're going to owe them money. The thing no sell, you're going to owe them money. The thing, you know, the thing no go, you're going to owe them money. And you're going to be working for these guys till you pay them off. It might take you 40 years because <laughs> the amount of money, right? He was exaggerating, but yeah, it could take a long time, see? Now, so, so that was the name of the game. And this is how they get you, right? Because they will obligate you. Right? And obligate means that they will pay for something for you. Yeah, okay. They, they sponsor you. Okay, go ahead. You know, this guy called me one day and he was an entertainer guy and he told me, Oh, bro, you plenty sponsors, eh? I go, No, they're not sponsors. They're clients. There's a difference. Okay, because I had to do my own hoings. Okay. Now, these people that would, you know, do stuff like with contracts and recording deals and all that kind of stuff, right? They would sign you. Now, when they sign you, Okay, they, they, you would belong to them, okay? And they would be able to sell your contract. They could sell your contract. So here's the thing, right? You know the national scene? And I'm going to tell you guys, so for any you know musicians or whatever, so you guys know. On the national level, right, with record companies in the old days, the big ones, 
You're talking Warner Brothers. You're talking Columbia. You're talking the big dogs, okay? The guy has produced Janet, Janet Jackson, those kind of guys, right? Michael Jackson, Sony, the big companies, right? They buy and sell contracts. They trade people like cattle. Okay, they they buy out people's contracts. So let's say, for example, you get a recording artist and and he's very successful, right? And you are maybe record label B, and you record label B, label B, and record record label A got this guy, right? Now you have somebody really promising that you know is going to make you a lot of money, right? And you can feel him, right? But this other guy at the record company A is in your way so what do you do well you buy his contract okay now when you put up money and buy his contract you can do what they call putting them on the shelf you can put them on a the shelf Hoines. okay what does that mean well you can buy his contract and you're paying him annually you're paying him he's getting a monthly check he's getting a bi-weekly check whatever whatever the deal is but he's getting paid not to perform you see Mm-hmm. You know, like when you get these uh, guys in, in, in L.A. and New York, right? And, and they come out with recordings, right? And boom, boom, boom. They're on a winning streak, right? Okay. Remember Lionel Richie? Lionel Richie, right? Oh, Penny Lava. Oh, all this c- coming all night long. All his hit songs, right? Boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden, gone. Like, eh, where's Lionel Richie? Right? That's a prime example, Okay. That's an example of somebody who just disappears. You don't see him anymore. Not on TV. He's not, you know, he's still in the record store. His product is still there because the other guy's still making money on that, right? But what happened to him? Well, his contract got bought. They put him on a shelf, so they bring the next one in, okay? But he's still getting paid, Hines. Not only that, he's touring. He's in Vegas. He's in Atlantic City. He's touring the country. He's going all over the world. Because that 15 minutes of fame that he got, right, in the in the beginning, all that made string of hit songs, right? In the 80s, right? He never popped up until the 90s, right? He he went hit, 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 disappear. Right? And then he went pop up in the 90s, right? Okay, with plastic surgery, everything, right? <laughs> He's back, right? <laughs> okay. So so but there was a time, there's a time span right there. He was missing in action. Right? He was out there performing, doing everything, but the hits I'm talking about. So that's what they do. They shelve you. They buy your contract, put you on a shelf. You can do anything else you like. You can go travel, do shows, you do whatever you like, but you're not in the national spotlight. You're not performing on TV every week or whatever. You remember when Bruno Mars had that streak? Right? Bruno Mars. Hit, 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 hit. Okay. Now he's coming out again, right? COVID, everybody kind of went on the shelf. <laughs> COVID, right? But that's what they do. And so Lionel Richie had his time and then boom. Okay. And then all these guys. Now I'm not saying that Lionel Richie's contract got bought, but I'm telling you there's that little gap. Okay. Because I don't know Lionel Richie, but I'm telling you that they do that. Okay. So, so, then he disappeared, right, for years. And then, you know, people are wondering, like, hey, what happened to Lionel Richie? He was, he was on a winning streak, and then what happened? And some people think, like, oh, oh, bro, bro, just he crashed and burned. No, 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 not always, not always. But you guys don't see this side. I saw this side. I used to work for a record company, right? You know, I was around, the, I was around some huge dogs, right? But I was a kid. 
Okay. So, so I saw this stuff happen and, and they told me how this stuff works. They told me, I, you know, they, they, they lay down everything. They tell you, right? Cause they got, they got nothing to lose. I mean, you're a kid. You see what I'm saying? So I got all this information and with all this knowledge, I'm like, okay, one day I can do all of this myself. I can, I can. And my uncle, when he told me that, he goes, bro, you just, just work all your life and do what you like. And, and to me, at 17, that sounded crazy, right? That was not so like, oh, I'm never going to make them. I'm never going to do, I'm never going to get to do this, right? Yeah, I never get to do the national stuff. But, bro, that, that, you know, that was the last thing on my mind. I wanted to do local stuff. I didn't want to do national stuff. So let's take this at the local level. There's a lot of guys that you see out there in entertainment. And I've been around that, too. I've been around the local entertainment you know best sellers let's say that best sellers right and they get the run and they go 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 and then boom sometimes the record company went out of business sometimes they they just you know you ever see those hawaiian groups right they come they hit 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 and then boom you don't see them they win hoku awards for about three four years then boom they're gone right and then they pop up again right okay so so those things are a little bit different they're not exactly like the national scene, okay? But they have a run, right? And then they bring out the next guys, okay? So this record company used to do that a lot, okay? Like every couple years, they had the fresh new thing. So these guys get recycled. And that's the nature of the beast. That's the business, okay? So they bring out the latest Hawaiian group, boom, hit, 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 boom, boom, boom. Make the money, 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 okay? Pretty soon, hey, time for the next one. You know, and then you get the next one, and then you get the next one. And then pretty soon you hear this group from Maui. Pretty soon you hear this group from the Big Island. Pretty soon you hear it, right? This Kumuhula from Maui. Then that Kumuhula from the kind. Boom, boom, boom. Hit, hit, hit. Gone. Right? Then the next one. So it's the flavor of the month is what I'm saying. Right? Now this happens. This is business. Because why? Because you know they keep buying the same thing. Right? You're not going to listen to the same guys. And so this stuff happens. But I saw this stuff from the very beginning, from the inside. And I saw the contracts that these guys were in. And some of these guys would enter into these contracts and the first album would bomb. Okay, now they owe for the first album. Now the second album would come out. Okay, and pretty soon they had they had a string of hits. But these guys not really making money. They owing money, right? On the back end, they owing money. The record company's making money because they're still selling the stuff, right? But these guys on the back end, they're losing money. And some of the recording companies, right, they, 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 they're charging the accounts of these guys for everything. Advertising, everything. That's, that's the biggest thing. Advertising. The artists want to be out there. They want to be, right? All of that. So pretty soon, their account is, you know, they're wondering, how come we're not getting royalties? And then, then they find out, oh, well, you're not getting royalties because we had to buy the advertising, this and that. Now your tab, instead of 30000 for the album, now your tab went up like sixty grand, seventy grand, eighty grand. Well, oh, how did that happen? Well, we put you guys on TV. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Put you guys in the newspaper. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Put you guys all over the radio. Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> See what I'm saying? No, wait, right? Okay. Now, when that happens and all of that money stacks up like that, right? Okay, that doesn't happen now. Okay, this is, I'm talking about the old days. Okay, now we got independent artists. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, right? Everybody can do their own now. It's not the old game anymore, right? It's not controlled like that. 
it's different now. Okay, there's still stuff like that going on, but it's not like before. Now everybody get chance, right? Everybody can go out and make on make on social media page and sell their stuff, right? Okay, there you go. Now, now it it, it really did a, a service to humanity because now more people can get their stuff out and do stuff, right? And then it's all about you know how many people you can show it to and how many people like you. That's it, right? And it was always like that, except before. The, it took a lot of money and the only people that had a lot of money is these guys and then you had to owe these guys so when you was coming out when you see these guys coming out with dvds saw these guys coming out with albums saw these guys coming out you know some of those guys are still paying that bill mm-hmm. <laughs> they still paying that bill now these guys that paying that bill right they they still owe so they still gotta go Okay, so it's in the interest of the guys who they owe to get these guys out in public. Okay, and they get these guys out in public and they get them the jobs. They get the best jobs. Why do they get the best jobs? Because the guys they owe are all connected, right? And they want to make their money back. So I'm like, hey, if this guy dies, we, we're out of, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If this guy or whatever. So either dies or runs away or whatever, right? Goes into hiding or whatever. So, but but anyway, what I'm telling you is they put they, these guys get the best jobs. So you see these guys all over the place, okay? And they're making money. They're making regular money, like you would do. Like you know these girls that go down, they work in the doctor's office, right? They make a living, okay? So the, they would be making that kind of living. They're making a regular living, but because they owe, right? They get all these jobs and then they go pay back. Now, I'm not saying this is everybody, okay? I'm not saying this is, this is you know, how it works for every single artist or, or every single celebrity. But I'm telling you, this, this is on a big scale, okay? So these guys will go out there. Now, it, it, it's the same way in politics, right? Look at, look at politics. For it, Let's flash to Washington, D.C. Let's go up there, okay? So, you know, right now we, we're seeing now it's blatant. Right, we're seeing a president that has handlers. Okay, so in politics, yeah, you get guys, corporations, right? They donate, right? When they donate to you, what happens? You become beholden to them. Okay, so when they need a favor, okay, you know the favor game, yeah. So when they need a favor, okay, on the local level, let's let's come back to the local level. When they need a favor, okay, you gotta do the favor. <laughs> you see, and you get caught up in the favor game. Now, see, I didn't get caught up in a favor game because I learned at a very young age from my Uncle Arnold, who was in the fire department. He was a captain, and he told me, and I mentioned this briefly on a podcast before. He said, the fire chief never had dinner in this house. And the first time he said him, I was like, oh, poor thing. Well, the, fire, the chief never liked you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> right? And then I was thinking of like that, right? But I wasn't thinking that. The reason why the fire chief never had dinner at, at my Uncle Arnold's house because he wasn't whining and dining the chief for political purposes to get up the fire ladder, you know, to climb the, the, the ladder, you know what I mean, right? The hook and ladder, right? Okay, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't into that. He, he, and it's not because he didn't want to get, you know, any higher than captain. It's because he didn't want to play the game. 
and he saw what happened to other guys that played the game. He saw the pressure that was on the other guys that got up to battalion chief and got up to, you know, they went up the ladder, assistant chief. And it, you see what I'm saying? He didn't have that kind of ambition. He got to where he got. He was happy with what he had. And, and he made a lot of money. And, and he did well. And he had a great life, right? So, so that's what he was trying to impress upon me, you know, when I was 10 years old, 11 years old. And he was telling me, the fire chief never had dinner in this house. And he was proud of it. See, but he was teaching me something. And in the old timers, they don't come and sit you down and go, okay, you know what? You shouldn't play the political game because uh, pretty soon you're going to get pressure and you're gonna, they're going to own you. See, he didn't say that. He just said the fire chief never had dinner in this that. I had to figure him out. But he said it often enough over the years that by the time I graduated high school, I knew what he was talking about. In fact, by the time I was 15, I knew what he was talking about. You see what I'm saying? There is a price for everything, Hawaiians. Okay? Now, you can play the favor game. Okay? And I'm talking to you 30-year-olds. Okay? The, your 20-year-olds, the 23-year-olds are listening. Okay? I'm talking to you young guys. The old guys, they know. The older people, the guys my age, they're listening. The guys older than me listening, they know. Okay? But there is a price you got to pay. Okay? Now, I was on the number two radio show in town. Right, and I saw some stuff, bro. We saw entertainers. We saw, you know, cause they all come by. We all interview all of them. We we see these guys, right? You know, oh, they yeah, they get all the weed. They can smoke. They get <laughs> they get all this stuff, right? They they being supplied. Okay, they being supplied with everything, right? Their job is to keep working, keep doing your thing, and people love them, right? And they're getting these guys out there, and these guys, you know. But they're paying a price. Some of these guys pay the price because they end up in rehab. Some of these guys pay the price because they end up owing money. Some of these guys pay the price because, because, because. But I'm telling you, there's a price. Now, was there a price for me being on a number two radio show in town? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, Hawaiians, I sacrificed a lot. Okay? But I gained a lot. No such thing as being in a position like that. Okay, or higher, right? Because me, I was, bro, I was a small dog. Okay, yes, I had a, the, the reputation was big, the projection was huge, all of that. But I was a small dog. There was big dogs involved. And, and there was big dogs over us. And, and above those dogs was bigger dogs. And it went right back to Texas. Bro, this, this and it went right back to corporate. It went right back to, it, bro, it went right back. But here's the thing, okay? Number one, the first blessing was I did it for free. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a better a thing would be I did it for trade, but not everybody understands that. Okay? In other words, I love to do what I do, right? I love to make monkey. I love to make people laugh. I love to have, have people have a good time. And I love to be outrageous and all of that. And, you know, it just, it, it's, a good, it's a good workout for me. And, and, bro, I cannot tell you how much four hours in the morning of constant energy and constant laughing and constant fun. Okay, bro, it was the most fun I ever had in my life, right? And boom, 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 energy, 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 right? For four hours. When you powered that, Hawaiians, a couple things happen. Number one, you're really, really happy because you feel good because all that energy got out. 
It's like a good workout. It's like being in the gym. Same thing. The second thing is when you get off the the, the radio in the morning, you tired. You are you are drained. You go home and you sleep good. Okay, you wake up early, but you go home and you sleep good. And you only working four hours. What well, the radio guys work four hours. Okay, me, I had to go home, take a nap, and then boom, I'm working all the way up until the night. You right? Because I had my own stuff. But that job on the radio built my companies. It built more company. I had two. I had a production company and I had a school that I built. Okay. And we built that on, you know, one day I'll tell you the little details. But right now I'll tell you I had those two. And then I went volunteer on the radio. I volunteered. What, you know, they would mention my company. So it was trade. Right. So, but I didn't get a check for it is what I'm saying. And people was like, what? You're not getting paid? I go, no, no. I'm making money on the back end. And boy, did we make money on the back end. Now, here's something you guys got to know. Okay, you can make money off the, the the guys in radio, television, stuff like that, right? Okay, that's a regular job. That's corporate. They're not going. They're not going to throw money at you. Okay, yeah, the, these these guys I used to work with, they used to talk about they was making six figures, six figures, right? Okay, so I had so I had these girls that would tell me the real scoop from the office, and they and they go, don't no worry, he's he's not making six figures, right? <laughs> To tell me that, and so so I used to sit there and I used to laugh. I used to say, "Oh, six figures! Oh, really? oh, you're making six figures! Oh, you the man, right? You know that kind." But they used to tell us because they worked in the office, right? And this girl in the office used to tell me everything. She go, "Oh, come on, dude. he not he's not making six. Does he look like he's making six figures?" And you know, and and so anyway, but that happened, right? So all this stuff, right? I got to see behind the curtain. At here here and there I got to see behind the curtain But you know On the stage right In the studio That's the stage right On the stage Was a different story There's a lot of pressure There's a lot of You know Attitude And there's a battle of egos There's all kinds of stuff like that there's, The ego part Is probably the biggest part Right And like I said before I, I met the biggest the, the most Hugest egomaniacs and and which were actually narcissists right they were narcissists and the the most the biggest narcissist you could ever meet okay and they was all in entertainment not just radio they was in everything but you got to understand that narcissists gravitate to that narcissists feed on that stuff okay? they, they feed on and they're good at it the narcissist is good at it and, and you know I, I was looking you know at, for a while there right i was looking i was going I was looking into narcissism for a while and I was going, bro, you know, I am displaying a little narcissist traits here and there, right? But you got to self-promote, Heinz, okay? You got to. Now, in the beginning, I didn't do it well. In the very beginning, I was like, you know, I'm not, ah, I'm not doing them right. So I had this guy, I had this mentor, okay? I would mention his name, but, you know, I would just say his name is John, okay? And I learned my stuff from him. I learned my marketing from him. I learned my self-promotion from him. And he, and he would sit down with me. And, he, you know, I used to teach his daughter. And he sat down with me. He used to school me, right? He used to sit down and talk. I used to shut up and listen. And I took it all in. And I, then I started, right? I started my marketing, okay? And I started putting out posters. And I started making side deals. And I started doing all this stuff. And pretty soon, I found like, hey, I was doing them on my own, right, Hawaiians? Okay, there you go, on your own, right? And then pretty, and it was tough, Hawaiians. It was hard, okay? 
Because I had to fight the powers that be. And the powers that be did not want to give me a job. They would let me on the show because I was a benefit to the show. They wouldn't hire me. They wouldn't hire me. They would not They would not let me be a part of it. I was discriminated against like you couldn't believe. Left, right, upside down, backwards, anything. Sideways, everything. Everything Hawaiians. Okay. But and when I say Hawaiians, I'm talking to you guys in Egypt too. Okay, you guys honorary Hawaiians when you're listening to the show. But but this this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so so yeah, you gotta do self-promotion. Yeah, you gotta do everything yourself. You gotta go out there and you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta go out there and you gotta keep going yourself. Sometimes you gotta look yourself in a mirror and you gotta go, brah, come on, keep going. Right? Because there's things out there that are designed to shut you down, okay? And it's all fear-based. And, and it all comes down to, well, what are you afraid of, right? You're afraid of that guy over there, the egomaniac that's trying to get rid of you off the show? What are you, what are you afraid of? You're afraid of that guy? That, you know, what, what are he going to do to you, right? It's, all, it's a mental game, always, okay? But I got to tell you, down the road, you start feeling it mentally. Down the road, you got to be mentally strong because you got to deal with the head games. You got to deal with all this stuff, right? I was on radio station before the second, you know, highest show, right? Before that, b- before the doors opened, I was on a radio station where this general manager was playing games with me like that. Head games. Oh, big time. Hawaiians, big time. Right. But that conditioned me for that that radio show. You know, that was like basic training. And once I went through that, right, when I got to the second highest show in, in Hawaii, bah, that was that was like a cakewalk compared to what I went through the previous four years. You see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? So so I was conditioned for that moment. God is real. And so I keep telling you guys, no worry. Do your own. God is real. Yeah, you got to go self-promote. Yeah, you got to go pass out cards. Yeah, you got. But once you get into it, once you get past it, you know, it's like holding up your cell phone and doing your first video, right? Kind of shame, right? You look at them, you're self-critical. You go, nah, I'm not going to put that up. You delete them, right? After a while, you know what you got to do, right? I'm not going to say the words, but you got just F it. F it and do it. F it. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Because we get kids listening once in a while, okay? So I keep the show clean. But yeah. Just, just, you know, just go make your video. Okay. Display your product, whatever it is you do. I'm not talking to entertainers. I'm talking to you. Okay. What is your thing? What are you doing? You know, you down there working as a mechanic. Okay. Go down and show them your best stuff. Okay. Show up early on time. Go work early. Go work half hour early. Hang out first. Okay. And ease into your day. And then do the best job you can. And if you do that best job every single day, no matter what, no matter how you feel, okay, you can feel crappy. If you be the best damn mechanic every day of the week, you cannot help but find success as a mechanic. Guarantee. Give them your best shot, Hawaiians. Okay? That goes for any trade, any occupation. But I'm going to tell you, right? That the reason why I'm I'm doing this podcast, and here we go with the takeaway, Hawaiian. Okay, this is the takeaway. The takeaway is you're gonna look at these guys and you're gonna let these guys intimidate you because it's gonna work on you, right? You could see these guys go, oh, they they're performing at the best clubs. You know why they're performing at the best clubs? Because the guys, right, that are financing them, they know the guys who own the clubs because they're all at a different level. They're at a higher level, 
right? And they go, hey, hey, okay, bring your boy. Yeah, yeah, put him in my place here. And they're doing business. They're doing business together, right? But they're bringing in that guy because that guy owes the other guy. So the other guy and this guy are doing business. It's between, it's between the management of that guy, right? And the, the venue owner of, you know, over here. And they're doing business. Okay, now, if you're on the outside of that, if you're not involved with either of those two entities, right? You're looking at this stuff and you're going, oh, bro, how you do that? How you get to do that? How you get to do that? Right? Okay, now, if this guy is all egocentric, right? He can tell you. He, he can tell you stuff like, oh, bro, you just got to be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> you got to, oh, you just got to, bro, you just got to go. <laughs> you just got to go. One guy, told, one guy told me, oh, bro, you just got to be larger than life. And it took me a couple of years to figure that out, okay? And you know what, Hawaiians? No matter how larger than life I made myself, okay, it, it still never worked. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Okay? It didn't start working until I started doing my own and money started falling in my bank from Amazon, okay? It didn't work until money started falling in my account for people buying albums and books and stuff, right? Okay, and it had nothing to do with being larger than life. It did have to do with putting myself out there. I did have to go out there, okay? But the reason why I'm telling you guys this, the reason why I'm making this podcast is so you guys don't feel intimidated, okay? My cousin told me the other day, she said, you know, I got my two kids. They don't see why life is worth living. They got to work. They got to pay taxes. Pretty soon, they only get a little bit, and then they got to go on and live this way until they die. And they don't, they don't see, they don't see the reason to keep living. And you know what, Hawaiians? A lot of kids don't. And you know why they, you know why they don't? Because they raise with too much information. They get information on everything, so they know the scoops. The kids know the truth, and they look at the truth and they go, "Wow, you know what? We all have owners." That's right, Hawaiians. Hear that again? We have owners. Okay, we do have owners. But here's the deal: if you can create value, okay. In other words, if you can make somebody money, right, okay, then you get value. Then you're valuable. Because why? Because now you can make him money. You can make that company money. You can make so-and-so money. Now, you get social media. You get all this stuff. You get the toys. You get technology. You get the cell phone. You can make yourself money, okay? We have a company that does that. I'm not here to advertise the company, but I'm here to tell you guys. I'm here to make you guys think. This podcast is not about me flexing about me. This podcast is not me, you know, projecting narcissism. This podcast is about me telling you guys, don't let that stuff fool you, okay? Because these guys that are out there, these guys that get pushed into office, okay, they all have handlers. They all have owners, all of them, okay? Not, they're not owned like owned, owned, but they all are beholden to someone else, okay? Now, if I was you guys, I would be beholden to God because that's the only guy I take orders from, you know. And, and I don't take orders from chicks either. There's only one lady on this planet that I take orders from. And she doesn't even order. She has not ordered me around since I was 17. My mom, since I left the house, she ordered me around in the house because that's her house. And I had to abide by her rules. And you know what? If I had one house... Right, and I had on kids in a you know in the house, and I mean if I had on household like on family, right? I get house, but I'm just want I have several houses. <laughs> but but yeah, here's the thing, okay? 
if if I had one family, yeah, the kids would have to do what I want because that's my house. And I had to do what my mother wanted because that was her house, right? Okay, so I left my mother's house. <laughs> Take me down the airport. I'm, yeah, I'm leaving. I want to do my life, right? At 17, I went. Okay, and she put me on the plane and I came over here to stay with my uncle a little while and the rest, as they say, is history. Okay, whatever happened, happened. Yeah, you wanna you wanna Google me? Go ahead, go look what I did. It's all there. I'm just saying. I'm not here to flex. I'm here to tell you, okay, that, that there's a lot of you out there that are trying to figure this this stuff out, and that's why I'm life coaching. I've been life coaching to my voice students for years and years and years. Okay, now you can go to hereforyou.live. Okay, you can you can email me at hereforyouusa at gmail.com. You can call me up. You can text me 808-375-6378. My number is all over the web. Okay? It's not like it's not like you're getting anything special. You can look me up. You can find my number any place. Okay? And you can text me. Okay? And I will help you. Okay? Yes, I get paid for what I do. But you know what? It only takes a couple sessions. And I will turn your thinking around. I will open your mind. I will open your heart. God will come in and, and flow through you and within you. And this is not church, bro. This is not church. Okay? But you guys got to know. Okay? It's the illusion stuff that gets you. Okay? Because you're paying attention to something else. You're paying attention to somebody else. You're comparing yourself to, you know, oh, I like be like that guy. I like do what he's doing. Okay? But you don't know. See, my mom always told me this, and I'll say it again. I said it on, on many podcasts. My mom always told me, she said, never be envious of somebody else because you don't know what they had to do to get where they are. And, and that, like my grandfather used to say, is the God's truth. Okay? That is the God's truth. So, so pay attention to that. Okay, when you when you look at somebody and go, "Oh man, he's driving the Maserati." Oh man, he, and he got his bar. They went let him in and in the in the company, and he went right up to the top. And it, you know why? Because they could make money off that guy because they saw something in him, right? Because he brought value to the company, and the more value and the more right you bring, the higher you go, the faster you go. When they see it, right? But if you like do your own Hawaiians, okay? And I'm here to tell you, you can, okay? I'm here to tell you, can. That's the magic word, can, okay? If can, can, okay? And the other, the other side is always can, okay? You just got to do them, okay? But when you do them and when you do them yourself, okay? And you pay attention to yourself and never mind your neighbors, never mind the next guy. You just work on your own. Everything will fall into place. God will work, and all of a sudden, you could be, you could be, you could be having your own party. You could be toasting in your own office, like I do, right? And and I gotta tell you, sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's lonely, Hawaiians. You know they say it. You know it's lonely at the top. Okay, it's not necessarily at the top, but it's lonely when you're doing them yourself and you pounding stuff out yourself, right? And and I'm not saying I did it all by myself. I had plenty of help, plenty of good guys. You know, that's one thing Don Ho told me back in the old days. He said, there are good brothers everywhere, okay? And that's the truth, Hawaiians. And people are going to help you, okay? But you got you to gotta put that first foot forward. And yeah, sometimes you got to drink in your office. You got to party in your office because you only get a couple hours and you got to go back work, okay? But you got to put in the work. You got to do this stuff. Otherwise, you will never get anywhere because you... Oh, oh sorry, Hawaiians. Oh.
because you could be working for the man and then you could be owing, 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 and they go, they go put you every place, but you could be poor. <laughs> all right, always God, funny. Hey, mahalo to brother Randy, sister Jerry of Island Club and Spa. We gotta thank our sponsors. Voice Master Family of Service Companies, AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinin. It's out there on iTunes, and uh, yeah, that's the that's the last project we're gonna produce because uh, COVID happened. But hey, we're looking for people, so just uh, hit them up, AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Go to the website and uh, fill out the form, and boom, you could be the next one. Yeah, yeah, you are. I'm Junior K. Guava Junior. Till next time, mahalo and...